Hello, everybody. This episode of the Horror Show is brought to you by Barry Elbeardo, Demon City Shinjuku, and Johnny Rad. Johnny Rad, is, is this the Johnny Rad? I'm going to go look real quick. Hang on. I don't know if this is the Johnny Rad. I hope it is. Um, anyway, thank you all for donating. They donated over at patreon.com slash I hate horror. I'm recording this right now on uh, my little handheld guy. And uh, for some reason, one of the stereo microphones is not picking up. So I'm curious how this will even fucking sound. Um, but yeah, you know, it is what it is. Right, guys. Anyway, uh, Rachel is back. Joe's baby is in the house. Welcome, baby boog to, or as I called him, what did I call it? Birthing to uh, baby boog So Rachel is back for this one. We actually recorded this right after uh, last week's. And um, <laughs> a couple things. <laughs> so you might have noticed last week I was getting a little silly. Um, it's because I was drinking a lot of wine. Well, it really hits me in this one. <laughs> uh i was i was definitely drunk i was definitely drunk um and uh you'll hear me uh my speech is almost as bad as it is right now um and there's it's kind of annoying i'm a little bit annoying in it i i do recognize that i'm sorry uh more annoying than usual i guess i should say so um we're doing maximum overdrive it's coming up next uh are you afraid of the dark we mentioned in this, uh, I don't know if we're going to do it because I can't find it streaming anywhere. So I'll keep you all posted on uh, what is coming up next. Rachel will be around uh, probably for a couple more weeks at least. Um, and yeah, thank you guys so much for the support. Thanks for supporting Rachel, all the nice things you said. And uh, enjoy Maximum Overdrive. I was thinking about the adventures of Ash, about the misfortune of sending kids to Crystal Lake. Became addicted straight away with the initial tape. God bless Betamax. VHS, holy like Amanda Kruger. I was introduced to genre flicks by Toby Hooper. I started craving more just like Larry the Looter. I collected VHS without commentary or bloopers. Through computers, magazines, a bunch of stores. Spent my money on movies and begged my mom for more. I'd watch the boys kill those astro bastards five times a day or even more. I loved the gore. Lionel and Paquita combined their lonely hearts. I was hellbound, centibites tore my soul apart I've seen them all, from Dracula to Vertigo Listen up, welcome to the horror show with Sean and Joe I should not have drank in so much wine <laughs> <laughs> Hello every- oh, I just put the wine box in front of my face Hello everybody and welcome to the horror show Show it dissects, mutilates, dismembers, and butchers All of your favorite, and not so favorite, horror movies and other horror related events I'm Sean I'm Rachel. I'm 100% positive they'll be hearing the wine pouring into my glass. I'm or, hearing it right now. Oh, are <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's the way they should all start. Um, this is fun. This is exciting. <laughs> all right. Maximum Overdrive. <laughs> 1986. Why did I decide to drink wine tonight? Um Directed by Stephen King. And written. How many authors have done this? Not uh, There's a bunch, by the way. I looked it up. But, <laughs> but, but, but not, not as prolific or um, known as Stephen King, in my opinion. 
And maybe not as much of a supreme failure <laughs> as this film. Absolutely not. I'd say probably. Well, so I, I found a list of authors that directed their own books, right? And right. the list is kind of big, but they included things like Clive Barker. Oh, 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 the because uh, he, 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 he wrote, wrote all those books. He did he, write he did write books um, and short stories and things like that that he based his movies on. But for some reason, and maybe this isn't fair, but I just don't count them. <laughs> yeah, I don't think of him as like author. Here's OK. So here, let's put it this way. He's a better director than he is an author, probably. Yeah, I think of him as a director first. Right. So I think it's I think it's I think to find an author first that then was like, I'm going to direct this into a movie is that's that's the harder thing, right? Yeah. William Peter Blatty, who did uh who did the uh the Exorcist and stuff, he wrote I don't think he wrote the first one though, but he did the third one. I don't know, man. It, I'm I I don't know. But here's the one that I do like. Here's the one that I do appreciate that I never really thought of. Frank Miller, who is the comic book guy. Yes. Brilliant comic book guy. Like, brilliant. And then direct Sin City. Good movie. So that was a success. That's a that's a success in both. Right, right. Like, he is renowned in comic books. And, um, and everyone lo- who likes that movie loves that movie. And it's it's a stylistic movie, so like I think that helps with comic books. So it's a little different too, but I don't know. But it's yeah. I mean, there's a story there. I mean, there's an incredible story there. Like regardless of you know, it's coherent. <laughs> <laughs> I set the standard pretty low. I just started reading um, because my new girlfriend reads. Are you guys, what are you guys reading right now? <laughs> So I like never read <laughs> ever. So she was like, you should read Ender's Game. <laughs> so I pick up Ender's Game and it's like a child's book. <laughs> and I was like, you know, there's subtler ways to tell me I'm an illiterate piece of shit. <laughs> like I can read big boy books too, I think. like I think. <laughs> so that's what I'm starting with. But, um, you know, like I'll read like a book a year max. Um, I read Salem's Lot last year. That was dope. That was dope. Stephen King is a weird writer, though. I really love Stephen King. He is a weird writer. I've always loved Stephen King. I've been a fan of his since I was a kid. Right. I attempted to read it when I was 10, a child. Pages. Yeah, I know. And that's why I didn't finish it is because I was a child. Uh, I would say my favorite Stephen King book is one of his novella collections, different seasons. It has, it has Shawshank Redemption. It has apt pupil, which is one of my favorite Stephen King stories. It Mm -hmm. has the body, which was then stand by me. Um, Oh really? Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's great. And I love, I mean, he's like, some people don't like his writing because he's overly descriptive and stuff, but I don't know, maybe cause like, I'm also a recovering alcoholic. I'm always like very appreciative of like reading about messy drunks. And yeah, he does that a lot. <laughs> I, I'm, you know, I I kind of dig his descriptions. It, it, his like podunk. Um, I mean, you can tell. Like, I, maybe it's a New England thing, but people don't realize that in New England there are most 
definitely Hicks up here. Like fucking Hill. Yeah. Like he, he is good at care. His character descriptions. Like I love his weird characters. And I feel like he gives a voice, like a different voice to every character. And I, to me, that's a hard thing to do. Like make everyone yeah. talk differently. Right. Like he gives everyone a very clear voice and it makes reading those books a lot easier um, because you can hear like you can almost hear a different voice in everyone's head. And it's it's really cool. Uh, you know what was a great Stephen King book? What? Was Thinner. I never read it. Thinner is great. And I and that movie, which I've seen a hundred times because it's one of the worst movies ever made. <laughs> In classic Stephen King fashion, like you're either going to get a great movie based on a Stephen King book or just the worst movie ever. You're most likely. There's no in between. There's no in between. You're most likely getting the worst. (laughs) And Thinner is like one of the, not one of the worst Stephen King movies, just one of the worst movies ever made (laughs) that anyone allowed in a theater. But the book is really good. That's crazy. I really like the book. I might might put it on my list to do this year. I'm going to try and read a bunch of books this year. Um, yeah, it's 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 weird. It, his movies are so his books are so great and they're just they seem so hard to turn into movies. <laughs> and and speaking of that, uh you know, the one of his shining elements, no, no pun intended, right. is The Shining. Right. And, and he hated that movie. He hated it. I read that he went on a tour. Of, <laughs> <laughs> this is unbelievable. I've never heard anything like this. When the movie was released, he went on a media tour also because, you know, the cast, the director, they all do the media tour to promote the film coming out. Stephen King, who is also profiting off this film, does a media tour also. And literally every place he went, he was like, I fucking hate this movie. It sucks. (laughs) It's a piece of shit. (laughs) It's insane. And he goes. That was in 1980. He yes. goes on in 1986 to make this movie, <laughs> Maximum Overdrive. Dude, I don't know when Stanley Kubrick died, but if I 99, were... 99, I think. When was it? I think he died right after Eyes Wide Shut, like 99. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. That's right. Yeah, I forgot he did that. Yeah, so... so Stanley Kubrick was probably like, ah, oh, you fucking asshole. Yo, that's what I'm saying. If I were Stanley Kubrick, I would have fucking sat at that premiere. I would have got paid whatever amount it was to sit at the <laughs> premiere with him, and I would have just fucking stared at him the whole fucking time. Like, <laughs> bitch, bitch, tell me. Tell me why. Tell me I'm wrong. This movie fucking sucks. All right, talk to me now, bitch. Like, talk to me now. Like, because it's insane. It is. This is insane. And for him to be like, fuck the shining. <laughs> Which is like a cinematic masterpiece. Like, however you want to feel about it as like a horror movie or whatever. Like, just like in like, it's it's a great movie. I love the it's shining. A, no matter what. Like, there's just movies. Did, did you? Uh, I mean, I don't want to get into it right now, but like. I, people are just so hypercritical of movies now. Um, right, right. Like Bird Box recently, people like there was no one that was like, yeah, it was all right. <laughs> like, Everyone had the most strong opinions. Strong about opinions. And I thought it was a really good movie. I and, did, too. And, and but but there are people that were like, fucking shit. Like, stop. Just stop. <laughs> like, it's the same thing with The Shining. Yeah. I don't care if you don't right. like The Shining, but you can't look at it and be like, what a giant pile of shit. <laughs> I mean, even if 
you just look at it visually, right, it's a stunning movie. Like you, you have to just be a contrarian asshole. Yeah. To think that it's a shit movie. It's objectively not a shit movie. Maybe it's not for you. Maybe right. it's not your kind of I don't movie. Like you it. can say that. <laughs> right. I don't like it. And there are plenty of movies that I know I it's like my personal taste I don't like, but I acknowledge that I'm like, yes, I acknowledge that is a critically a great film right. or artistically is a great film. I it's get not why you like my it. Movie. I get why you like right. it. It's just not for me. But like to say it like the shi- like same thing with Bird Box. Like you can watch it. It's watchable. It's fun. It's watchable. And there are good moments in it too. And it's interesting. It's a weird yeah. concept. Like and I with, liked it. Same with the shining. Like it, like you can't look at that and be like, what a pe-. and then <laughs> and then oh man, maximum overdrive. To, to, let's get back to maximum overdrive because okay, okay. the soundtrack. <laughs> oh God. I, I need to I have some thoughts. <laughs> First of all, I read that ACDC is Stephen King's favorite band. I thought it was the Ramones. I thought it was the Ramones, too. <laughs> but here's here's the tea. Stephen King was in the height of his cocaine addiction when he made this movie, <laughs> and it shows. And I'm sure, and like when you're on coke, everything is your favorite everything. <laughs> So he probably just said that in some interview, like, oh, they're my favorite fucking band. They're my, f- I fucking love ACDC. Like he's, he's just railing lines, writing this awful script, I mean, putting all these, oh, I was so fucking, I never want to hear an ACDC song again after watching oh my, this movie. Dude, like, cause you know, it's crazy too. you like, you know, he was coked out because all the, I mean, every ACDC song, I'm not, <laughs> I don't want to offend ACDC fans, but. They all sound the same. They're John. similar. They're they similar. They're the similar. Same. They're all singing about hell <laughs> vaguely. Right. And, hell's it's bells. Like, and, and there's a lot of bells and a lot of riffs and a lot of heavy TNT. drum beat. <laughs> and, and a lot of screaming. <laughs> but like, you know, like if you're a co- like I, I've, I've personally never done cocaine. I've done some other uh, uh, am- amphetamines, <laughs> but, but I have not done the cocaine, the cocaine. But I, I, I've done some speed-related products. You know, I can imagine right. <laughs> popping on the Maximum Overdrive soundtrack and being like, fuck yeah. And driving down the freeway. Right, we're going to drive as fast as possible. <laughs> yeah, I could see how it sounded like a good idea at the time. And, like, I, here's the thing, like, I personally am not an ACDC fan, but I I understand that there are people that like them and that's fine. Sure, 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 sure. I could I can do like one ACDC song and I'm good. Great. A at a while. bar, at a bar, give me a little Hell's Bells. <laughs> right. She shook me all night long is probably their best. I agree. Cuz that that's like <laughs> at least they're not singing about like blowing shit up. I mean, <laughs> maybe they are. Maybe they are still, but like at least it's like a love song, sort of. Like he's singing about. Don't a they have a song about balls too? Uh, big balls. Yes. Yeah. Uh, who's got big <laughs> balls? He's got big balls. He's got big balls. She's right. got big balls. But we've got the biggest balls, balls of them all. Ball. Look, it's a very testosterone <laughs> band. Okay. Like we get it. You're straight. We get it. Yeah. You're a, straight. Man. You're a man. <laughs> <laughs> you're a man um but she shook me all night long that that's actually the end credit song <laughs> yeah and as happy as i was for the movie to end i was also equally happy to hear she shook me all night long um 
That's just like working man. That's a working man's love song. And I, I, I do it appreciate is. that. That's like Bruce Springsteen, uh, Thunder Road. Like, okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like working man love song. It's like, I ain't got the words. <laughs> I, I don't have the elegant words, but here, here it is, baby. <laughs> right. I feel it. Feel you it shook me all night long. Like, <laughs> like I, I dig that. I'm, I'm a big fan of that. Um, yeah. And um, so anyway, that's our ACDC review. We'll see you next week. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so the soundtrack is all ACDC. The whole thing. Which sounds fine until you hear it like <laughs> in the yeah. background of like a normal scene. And it's just like. <laughs> and like, you're just like, and people are trying to talk over it. And you're like, wait, like this isn't a score like this. You need to score these scenes. You can't just put ACDC on in the background. <laughs> It's wild. It's wild. There, were, there was a lot of cocaine inspired choices. Oh, like, for sure. For sure. One, once I like realized that I was like, oh, this was like the height of his addiction. Then yeah. everything, all of these choices in the movie made a lot more sense to me. <laughs> everything. Yeah. I, I was like, t- I was actually telling those stories to, um, I was talking to, I was talking to my gal pal about, um, about Stephen King's like, she was asking about the movie I was watching and I was like, yeah, he directed this, but this was like when he was like in the midst of like a cocaine fueled hellscape, like, like insane. Um, and she, she had no idea. And I was like, he wrote Cujo (laughs) and like woke up one day and a publisher was like, this book's great. And he was like, what? (laughs) He's like, I didn't write a book about a dog. And they were like, you most definitely did, and you sent it to us, and we're publishing it. And he was like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, that's insane. Like, that is honestly speaks more volumes about his talent than anything else. Yeah. Like, I mean, for- and he, yeah, I don't know. He just turns churns them out, too. Like, I have never seen a more productive prolific. drug addict in my life. Prolific. And prolific. He's prolific. But the idea that you can... <laughs> Be so high that you don't remember writing a book. <laughs> and it's like, it, it not only is a bestseller, but they turn it into a fucking movie. <laughs> like, that's every writer's dream. And Stephen King's like, right. don't remember. I don't that. remember. <laughs> don't even remember that bullshit. <laughs> I would never write a book about a dog now. <laughs> and every, every, every struggling writer is like, God damn it. <laughs> Like son of a bitch, like they work so hard. Um, it just goes to show you, like you just, you just gotta let it go, man. Like just do it. Yeah. Right. Just write that screenplay. Write, write about, that dog about book. The dog. <laughs> write that fucking dog book you've been dreaming about. Um, this one, we are so off topic and so far ahead again. Two golden raspberries. One for King as the director, and one for Estevez as an actor. Estevez. Abysmal. <laughs> Awful. Awful. Also, he, he looks like fucking shit in this movie. Looks terrible. He ha- he's like sunburnt the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> and he has like pink eye. Like, I swear to God, like the, the first shot of him in the movie, like his eyes look like shit. It's awful. Uh, 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 fun fact, though, they both lost. Oh, who won? Prince. 
Oh. <laughs> for Under the Cherry Moon, which I've never seen. Which I've never, I haven't either. So I can't even talk about it, but that's that's thrilling. Prince, that must have really hit him it hard. It must have been really, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking, what's the name of his estate? Paisley, Paisley Park? Yeah. They must, that place must have been. In shambles. Quiet for a long time. No one's saying a peep. None of his helpers saying a fucking word after that. <laughs> um, nine wait, million. Talk about the. You want? Oh, sorry, oh, wait. What were you bad. gonna say? What were you gonna say? I was gonna say let's talk about this opening scene. Oh yeah, yeah. So real quick, nine million dollar budget made seven point four at the box office. Three of those are American. <laughs> God. So he really oh, cleaned man. up overseas. Really. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, let's get into the movie. We open with we will open as we close the movie with text <laughs> as an author would do. Uh, All right. On June 19th, 1987, at 947 a.m., the Earth passed into the extra, extraordinarily diffused trail trail of Rhea M, a rogue comet. According I'm sorry. According to astro- astronomical calculations, the planet would remain in the tra- in the tail of the comet for the next eight days, five hours, twenty nine minutes, and twenty three seconds. That's what we. <laughs> sure, I'll roll with okay. it. Okay, I'll go All with right. it. Yeah. Next, we see uh, a city of some sort. Uh, and we're at a bank and they've got like a scrolling ticker just uh, displaying news and stuff. Um, and um, Stephen King. <laughs> wait, OK. Then the ticker changes to fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> it's just flashing fuck you on it. And then Stephen King's at an ATM and the ATM starts saying you're an asshole. You're an asshole. You're an asshole. Which I loved because I was like. Yeah, if I if the ATM should be calling him an asshole because like he's already making this cameo in the film. He's like the first person in the film. Right. And the ATM knows what's coming for the next 90 minutes. Like you're a fucking asshole. <laughs> you're a dickhead. <laughs> um, and then it immediately just cuts into ACDC. No explanation for what we right. just saw whatsoever. But already, you know, machines have a mind of their own, um, which this is a theme that I, a feeling I just had throughout the whole movie, which is like, I feel like everyone, <laughs> it's just a really confusing movie. <laughs> this movie had so much potential. Like the concept had so much potential. So, so have you ever seen Carrie? Of course. So I saw Carrie last year and I, I thought I hated Carrie because it was about a car with a mind of its own. That's Christine. Oh, Christine. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Christine. Christine. Okay, see, I haven't seen Christine since I was a little kid, and I don't remember it. Ever. I hated it as a kid because I was like, "Who wants to see?" Because it's it? about a car with a mind of its own. Correct. That's why I've never rewatched it. So watched it last year. It's a fucking good movie. It's a fucking really? good movie. Yeah, it's really fucking good. Um, uh, it's really fucking good, and, and so. I was shocked. I could not even believe it. So I went into this with like pretty high hopes. Yeah. I don't know how he fucked it up. I don't know. I don't know how he fucked it up because somebody else already did it. Let me look up when Christine came out because that that movie like 
I mean, I, did John Carpenter do that movie? Yeah, uh, he did. John Carpenter directed yeah. it. Yeah. All right. So that was 83. Um, so yeah. So three years prior to this. So the formula was there. And he was just like, no, needs more ACDC. <laughs> <laughs> and less sense. Because my, my problem with this is like, I guess my issue with like everyone in the world should have known what was happening. Also, they really missed an opportunity to show the rest of the world. Like one of my favorite things sure. about dis- like disaster movies or survival movies in this sense, like I like seeing, oh, what what else is happening everywhere else? Like right. what's what's fucking Paris doing? Like yeah. what's China up to? I mean and at the end of the movie, oh my god, the end of the movie is fucking insane. The the, yeah. the 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 written piece on the screen at the end like makes you wish that they had filmed a different movie. I agree. Uh, because what we see here, like the whole time, I was just like, like, why isn't this a national emergency? Why aren't we just like, I don't know. How about? How about the fact that halfway through the movie, no one's even asked the question of what the fuck is going on? Like, no one's trying to figure this out. Everyone just sort of accepted. Everyone's You're like right. in complete acceptance that all this bad stuff's happening, but no one's been like, hey, we should try and figure out how to stop this. Not once. Not once. I didn't even think about that. And quite honestly, no one even, no one questions it. <laughs> Not ever does anyone be like, why do they like there's but never why? a question. There's no, no. They're just like, oh shit, they got a mind of their own. Right. There's no question. This is quite possibly one of the most alarming circumstances you could ever put right. yourself in. Right. Wow, that's so that's something else. Um so everyone know okay so so the machines get a mind of their own uh we open with a bridge <laughs> like a uh a drawbridge that uh lifts itself up and causes the biggest mess of the movie <laughs> right this is like the last you you will be even slightly in suspense the bridge goes up and all these cars <laughs> start slamming into each other like they're going into a hundred mile per hour head-on collision but they were all stopped on the bridge like nothing right they would all just maybe slowly roll back into each other i like the guy in the truck who thinks about getting out but then he's like no i better try and drive over this thing he is on the peak of the bridge he's in between the two bridges he could have escaped he could have easily escaped and he thinks about it but he doesn't he gets back in the car and and he tries to drive (laughs) fucking idiot <laughs> no my favorite was the car that was going like two miles per hour and <laughs> crashes and the woman goes through the windshield yes. yeah. <laughs> it was one of the most brutal things i've ever seen in a movie and it like it hurt your heart and you're like wait but she was going like three miles per hour <laughs> it was so bad she goes and through the, the windshield <laughs> And the watermelons, they're like coming from the sky. The watermelons are 100% coming from the sky. ACDC's tour bus is there, but they couldn't oh, get right. the they couldn't get the band, so it's just a bus with ACDC painted on it. Uh, <laughs> it's one of the most painfully slow things. Uh, we meet Green Goblin Truck. Oh, right. Who is on the cover, on the advertising. He's every picture you fucking see. And this- It's, yeah- this truck stupid. has nothing to do with anything. 
Also, this truck is the most menacing looking children's toy truck I've ever seen in my life. Happy Toys. It's like, it's called Happy Toys. And on the side, oh my God, I wrote it down. What did it say? It said like something about here. Oh, here comes another load. (laughs) (laughs) No, here comes another load of joy. That's what it said. This is so fucked up. Loads of joy, brother. That's all we're... (laughs) <laughs> That's all we're distributing, right, Stephen? Uh, <laughs> fucking high-ass Stephen King just being like, yeah, loads of joy. <laughs> um, and Emilio, he's a line cook. Oh, yeah. He's a line cook at a gas station. <laughs> slash Grossest diner. fucking breakfast I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and his boss is like uh, Dallas from JR. Or no, JR from Dallas. Yes, he I'm has definitely a, a little drunk. I'm definitely a little drunk. Uh, Jr. from Dallas. He's like, it's so weird. He's like a plantation owner. <laughs> why is he working at this ga- truck stop? Like, why is he there? Emilio. I, no. Uh, oh. the oh this Jr. Older, yeah, this guy should be off site. Like, but instead right. he's got an office and he's like dealing with the day to days. <laughs> right. He's, he's like, wearing a suit. He's, he's a wearing tycoon. a suit. He's a tycoon. He is like he is a tycoon. Uh, and Emilio is a uh, is a uh, is a parolee, and that's how that's how this uh, this this fella Jr. from Dallas has Emilio by the balls because he's like I'll <laughs> he's like I'm gonna fire you and then you'll never get a job because you're a fucking felon, and Emilio's like you piece of shit. Um, <laughs> so. By the way, guys, this episode, I feel like is going to, ev- <laughs> I feel like it's already there, but it's basically like drunk history, <laughs> which your boyfriend was on. He was on it twice. That's fucking cool, man. Um, yeah. <laughs> tell him to hook me up. <laughs> Maybe we'll do his horror movie sometime. Oh, oh, what is it? Session nine. Oh, are you serious? Yeah. Wait, that came out a while ago, right? Yeah, like in 2001. Oh, shit. That's cool. Um, yeah, I remember. Okay, so, yeah, this will be like drunk history. I this, is, this, this is pretty close. I'm already doing like, and then Emilio said. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not at all what Emilio says, but. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Emilio's at this gas station. It's a truck stop. It's a fucking truck stop. Um yeah. Meanwhile, and like this adds to like the craziness of all this. Every machine, like everything is going haywire, right? Oh, no. I have the hiccups. Oh, no. This is all nightmare. Okay. So everything is, um, <laughs> everything. There, there is a, all the, all the machines are turning on, including a, an electric knife like one of those turkey carving knives that, uh, yes they're yes, like a car- novelty like a novelty knife that's like electric that who even who oh, uses that oh, who you uses are those? so coastal elite that is a that is a tried and true it's- tool of the kitchen uh, of, of us of us middle class uh you have to have that to carve a turkey <laughs> we don't have them fancy knives with the crystal edges Regular- the diamond edges you no. have the the motorized turkey knife but the turkey knife starts going off and it cuts the waitress in the arm like this really brutal gash in the arm it targets her though like 
it's it, it's far away from her and it goes and it's to, painful and it go and it goes deep in her arm and this fucking asshole customer is like oh sweetheart do you get a boo-boo <laughs> and she's like bleeding profusely like it's getting all over the floor and they're like making fun of her Listen, i was so upset <laughs> i'd feel bad for her if she didn't spend the rest of the movie sc- screaming at machines <laughs> Screaming at the machines. We made you. You can't do this to us. We made It's not fair. It's It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable dialogue. It's A plus. Like as bad as this movie is, I rated it on Letterbox. I gave it a two on Letterbox, which I feel like is kind of generous. That is generous. But I liked it. I also gave it the heart, which means you like it. Okay. Um because, like, I want to tell everyone about this movie. I want everyone to see this movie. I feel like you need to watch it once just to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> Dude, this woman goes outside. The, all these machines are trying to kill her. And she's like, we made you. It was like it was like her Charlton Heston moment or Charlton. Yeah. Charlton Heston moment from Planet yeah. of the Apes. You bastard. You damn you dirty bastards. bastards. Yeah. It was crazy. Um. Yeah. Oh, my God. She's amazing. But like, here's the thing. Like, all this shit is going haywire. Like, but like you said, like, no one is acknowledging it. No, they're just like, uh oh, better get a band aid. No, no one's like, this is fucking crazy. There's a man that's in the arcade of the of the of the diner and like glass is exploding. It's shooting money and product out. And this guy, everyone's like, wow, that's fucking weird. Well, well, the tycoon guy's like, oh, look at all, look at this mess in here. Yeah. And there's like a dead body in the corner. And like at worst, they could have been like, oh, that piece of shit tried to rob us. Like, and then some, like, right. that, like honestly, like I, that's all I could think about was them coming in and being like, oh, he tried to rob us. But then like the voice of reason being like, but look, none of it's broken. Right. Like to reveal, you know, like the machine was spitting it out. But that's not even close and look, to what he's also dead and electrocuted and like sizzling in the corner. <laughs> he's just like, look at this fucking mess. Oh, my God. And and not only are these machines have a mind of their own, but they're premeditated. Right. And right. Because we see this because a guy is trying to pump get and oh what, the machines that they choose to say are. It makes no sense. Makes no sense whatsoever. Because literally everything, some of the things that come to life are not electric. Or Also, this movie has less laws in it than Hatchet, which oh, is saying yeah. something, which is saying something. Be, because there's other things that I'm like, why isn't that coming to life? That's, there's like a, there is a scene where there's a radio broadcast being like, don't trust any machines. It's like, what, how are you recording this? You're insanely right. Like, it's like unplug everything, but then we'll see things that aren't even plugged in that are coming to life. Right. It doesn't make fucking any sense whatsoever. The gas pump shoots diesel into a guy's eyeballs, but but because it tricks him because it stops pumping gas until he looks in the hole and then you never look in the hole and you never look in a hole. You never. That's my one rule in dating. You, you never ne- look in a hole. <laughs> you never look in a hole. <laughs> uh, you, you never do that. 
and he does it, but like it's like premeditated. Like the gas pump was like, wait till he looks in the hole, and then squirt him with the diesel. And it blinds him. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't think Can diesel you- does it. <laughs> That's what I was wondering. Like, wouldn't that just be like kind of annoying? One time my dad poured gasoline. (laughs) (laughs) One time my dad poured gasoline on me to like wash. I forget what was on me. Like, I think I had like tar on me or something. And he was like, yeah, just pour gas all over. Gas? (laughs) Gas. Is that a thing? I'll have to ask him. But he was he also (laughs) said, don't tell my mom. So I don't think it was. a. I think gas is just like super corrosive. Maybe it would fuck up your eyes. I don't know. I mean, it's not going to be good. No, it's not going to be good or fun. But he was like, he was like blinded immediately. He was like in pain. Like, yeah, no, yeah. Like, oh, no. Like he was like, like, I thought he was going to die from it. I did, too. It was like an overreaction. It was a very big overreaction. Um, We meet a kid. Oh yeah. After the woman gets attacked by the saw, we meet a boy at a at a baseball game, a little league game. <laughs> this is insane. This whole fucking scene. And this scene is this scene sums up the movie though. It's yeah. just out of control. I, I think it's my favorite scene in the whole movie. I agree. I completely agree. Uh, so for some reason, a coach goes up to a coke machine, and the coke machine just starts shooting cokes at his dick. <laughs> out of the way he does not he does not and then he gets kneecapped he gets kneecapped so he falls to his knees and then it brains him with a coke can killing him blunt force trauma <laughs> Instantly. It, in front of all the kids causing all the kids to be like Aah! and they all start running away but 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 not before the coke machine starts spitting out <laughs> all the sodas at the children like hitting the children like we are watching little kids being assaulted by and, these soda cans. And one kid is like, I'm going to put on my, oh, yeah. I'm going to put on my catcher's mask and get a closer look, which does nothing. Uh, then he runs away. And then we get this weird scene where like it cuts <laughs> and there's a kid riding his bike trips in the in outfield. Oh yeah. <laughs> for no reason. No because reason. For, what about the kid who gets run over by the steamroller? Same kid. What? Why? Oh, that's how he gets. Okay. Yeah, because right. they were like, <laughs> they're like, we need a kid on the ground. But there's no reason for him to flip over on his bike. Like the bike is not a machine, like an electronic machine. There's no reason for that. Like the bike starts going haywire for some reason. Yeah. And he flips in the air on his bike. It's really funny. It's like played for laughs almost. But then he gets fucking run over by a steamroller, which, by the way, why is there a steamroller in the middle of a baseball team? Dude, the steamroller is coming at 100 I've never seen a steamroller go so fast. It's so fast. fast. It's going so fast. And, it, and you see him. It fucks that kid up. He gets fucked up. He's dead. Uh, and as gross, like, you don't see a single part of that kill, really. And it still it, fucking, like, churns your stomach a little bit. Yeah, it's fucking gross. It's a kid being flattened. <laughs> Oh, my God. Um, We also now meet a woman hitchhiker. (laughs) Oh, God. Who we don't know her story, but she's hitchhiking and a a guy is just sexually assaulting her the entire (laughs) Right. He's just like, all right, baby, when are you going to give it up? Um, But she's a strong-willed woman, sort of, um, and (laughs) ultimately makes him pull over. 
She's a terrible actress, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Green Goblin like r- like tries to run them over the Green Goblin truck, but no can do. Um, and again, like again, like it's like the super weird part. Like no one's like, holy shit, that car just tried to run me over, and there's no one in it. <laughs> like no one even right. says that. No, no one, one even calls like the police. No one does anything. Like any kind of like instinct that you think people would do when there's like a, a situation happening no one does any of it this movie is fantastic uh, then we then we meet a married couple who's just driving around um it's lisa it's lisa simpson dude i knew she looked familiar which is weird to say about a voice but i knew that that was her i i couldn't figure out if she was janine from ghostbusters oh oh you fucking uh Zelda, Zelda Rubenstein. No, no, Zelda. Yes, Zelda was also came to my mind, which is weird. But the woman that played um, uh, Janelle, J- Janine from Ghostbusters. Janine. Ghostbusters. <laughs> oh, Ghostbusters. Oh, Annie Potts. For some reason, I'm Annie Potts. Annie culture, Potts. Guys. Yes. Annie, Annie Potts. Potts. Yeah. Well, they both have very distinctive voices. Very raspy. Yeah, 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 yeah. A voice made for radio too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You don't think well, Annie Potts kind of looks different in everything she okay, does. Okay, Annie Potts, yes, I was just about to say. There's some roles where Annie Potts looks fucking good. <laughs> right. And then there's some roles where you're like, wow. Wow, she looks like person. a real Annie Potts. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so so Lisa Simpson's in the car with her new husband. Yeah, which uh, I didn't fully understand this, but um, they go to a, a rest stop, which I thought was the one that they were at. But I did too. It ev- took me the longest time. <laughs> Everyone's dead. Everyone's fucking dead. Um, and then a tow truck tries to kill them, but they escape. Now, right. I was super confused at the child and this married couple, but they will yeah. sh- they will both end up at the rest the truck stop <laughs> eventually. But there was like real no real like it was really bizarre. Um Emilio goes out. He starts checking out the truck. This is like a state of emergency already, though. So I don't understand. <laughs> Whatever. Their choices are baffling. Emilio, like, goes to check out the truck. And the truck is adjusting. <laughs> the truck is adjusting its side view mirror to spy on Emilio. <laughs> so, like... What are the truck's eyes? <laughs> right. They're not the headlights. It's not the green goblin's face. <laughs> what? It, like the light. Like, so I, I don't understand anything. I don't understand. I um, uh, Emilio, Emilio's character. His name is Bill. <laughs> Fuck that. He's Emilio. He's Emilio. And he meets Brett, who is the lady hitchhiker who she shows up. And, you know, that love connection is immediate. Immediate. Um, she even says to him, she's like, you're cute. <laughs> yeah, they don't really waste a whole lot of time. There's no. not a lot of subtlety in this film. <laughs> While Hell's Bells is playing in the background. Uh, <laughs> and uh, meanwhile, uh, the last remaining child at the baseball field is riding his bike home. And he's like, huh, something weird's <laughs> happening. <laughs> Literally, they're showing everyone dead around <laughs> The whole neighborhood's dead. Dead. Uh, and we hear the news and they're like, so they do know. <laughs> the, yeah. The world knows that this is happening. 
Which was like my confusion. Cause like you're watching this and you're like, does anyone know? Like, but that's the only time you see the news thing happening is when it's on this kid's bike and you hear the news. And it's like, well, if this guy on the news is saying, don't trust any machines, unplug all your machines. How is the guy reporting the story? Not fucking dead. He's around like a hundred machines right now. How about the dead dog in the road? <laughs> that was unnecessary. It was so fucking unnecessary. I'm so upset that about that. So excessive. <laughs> it was awful. It was. And it, you know what? That takes like a creative sick fuck to come up with that tableau right there. The dog that was- scene. <laughs> he had like a toy cop car in his mouth with blood coming out of it. That was crazy. I don't know if any movie has like there's movies that do animal deaths, but I don't know if there's any movie that shows the dead dog with its eyes open. (laughs) You know what I mean? It was was, was alarming. It was fucking alarming. Uh, It was alarming. It was crazy. Um, That was that was fucking wild. Um, So. So that happens. Um, yeah. Uh, Green Goblin now runs. <laughs> Green Goblin just randomly runs over people. <laughs> Dude, there's so many characters in this movie. At the end. Yeah. Th- at the end, they were still like showing people that I was like, should I give a fuck about this guy? Like I was like, was that person? Is this a new character? Have we Dude, met this okay. person? I thought I wasn't paying attention because there are. Two people at the end of the movie that I was like, who, who are you? <laughs> I I think we're talking about the same person. The guy who stole the diamond. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I was like, wait, who is that guy? I, I could not f- fucking put that together. And then there are scenes like in the truck stop where the truck stop is like full of people. Yeah. And I'm like, packed. who are these people? <laughs> it's wild. Them. It's wild. So. The Green Goblin will occasionally run these people over. <laughs> and he does so right now. He also hits the hitchhiker person's car. Um, and the hitchhiker, the guy that was driving the hitchhiker, <laughs> gets pushed into a lake <laughs> by the truck. That sentence is correct. A man gets pushed into a lake by a truck. A truck that is trying to kill people pushes him into a lake (laughs) where he will reside for the rest of the movie and later be like, I'm stuck in here. (laughs) I'm stuck in the lake. And it's so fucking weird. It's so weird. Um, Then the trucks, they kind of all just go take a nap. Right. This movie is the mist, but (laughs) the mist was actually more suspenseful than this. Well, sure, because they were like, what's outside? But <laughs> I think if you take away the fog, it's just trucks because. Oh, 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 for sure. Because for this sure. movie is people trapped in a store. Right. But kind of going stir crazy instead of. But not they don't even do that effectively. Right. No, they don't do it enough. They try. They attempt. <laughs> but nothing. It's more just like a shut up. Yeah, it's like eh, everyone shut up. <laughs> but there's <laughs> trucks just circling the building the entire movie. Right. Like they can't escape. <laughs> it's so bad. But here's so the other bad. thing. <laughs> They're going to run out of gas eventually. Wait a minute. Now this is gets addressed. This ends up getting addressed. But at this point in time, you're like, just wait for the trucks to run out. Of gas. <laughs> right. <laughs> 
Right. Because just, on the radio, they specifically said, just unplug everything <laughs> and you'll be fine. I also just like that this isn't just machines. It's like, it's about machines coming to life, but it's really just about trucks coming to life. But that's like the problem. Like it's every, everything comes to life, but for some reason they're really focused on trucks. <laughs> it's just so boring to me. So, so much so that Emilio Estevez's big escape plan is like, we're going to go to this island called Haven. And guess what? <laughs> no vehicles are allowed there. <laughs> that's not the fucking problem, Emilio. Everything, right. that, everything that is mechanical can kill you. What about when Emilio is having a full-on conversation with that guy while he's shitting in the bathroom? Oh, oh my God. That is my favorite thing. It's coming up, I think. I think it's coming up. Wait. Okay. Yes, it is. All right. So uh, the married couple, they're still on the run. Um, they defeat a truck pretty easily. <laughs> like they make a truck go off a cliff. Right. Um, and then they end up deciding to go explodes. to the truck stop. Um, and they're saved by Emilio. Um which is weird because, like, there are scenes where Emilio and this married couple, he saves them. But they're just sitting in the parking lot being circled by trucks that want to kill him. Yeah. And, and this is another thing. At any point, the, the, the end of the movie, like, not to jump ahead, but the end of the movie is all the trucks destroy this building by running into it. Why couldn't they just do that in the first place? Ever. At any point. Why was Emilio like they could see Emilio talking to these people <laughs> like just run them over. But that doesn't happen. It makes no sense. Um, It's so weird. Also, an airplane tries to kill that kid who's riding his bike. Right. But that's the only time you ever see the airplane. Yeah. <laughs> he never comes back. Oh, no. You see it at the end because it <laughs> dive bombed a car. I don't know why it's killing oh. the brethren, but it does. Um. <laughs> It makes no sense. And then we get the scene of this guy on the toilet. <laughs> He's it's like so having gross. a hard time in there. It's he the, is like, it is so disgusting it's and the, so unnecessary. This guy's I, having I, some serious diarrhea. <laughs> this is not the first time in a movie I've seen someone have a full on conversation with someone else while they're shitting and having like painful diarrhea <laughs> and just acting like, like, who is this? Who are these writers that are like, yeah, this is like a normal thing that people do. <laughs> All right. Wait, that does happen in men's restrooms. No, it does not. Wait, okay, you're right. It does not happen in men's restrooms, but my friend Buzz <laughs> was notorious for this. That's awful. He would be, he would be, <laughs> I've never heard somebody like, well, although I'll be honest, like he was never, I don't think, if memory serves me right, he was never pooping while talking but okay. we would be in a public restroom like me and him and we'd both be using the bathroom and he would be like and somebody would be like having like diarrhea like this guy like audible diarrhea <laughs> <laughs> and buzz would be like oh jesus christ <laughs> <laughs> and like my, my heart would stop like i would not say anything and i'd be like dude shut up and he'd be like it fucking stinks in here that's horrible <laughs> yeah it was bad um oh but yeah God. no this is crazy because like emilio's talking to him and here's the other thing 
that kind of pissed me off because if I were this actor, I would be pissed because I guarantee you, guarantee you, they were like, <laughs> they did not tell him that no. they were going to dub in like the most grotesque, like, <laughs> like in the middle of their conversation. Right. It was, it was just happening throughout the whole conversation, but he was not reacting to it at all. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> they're having like just legitimate dialogue and then they're dubbing in like, <gasps> it's insane. It's insane. It's wild. It's so gross. It's so fucking disgusting. Um, and this guy also, while he's taking a shit, is like telling this guy where there's a surplus of guns and, <laughs> and why... <laughs> Why this is in the movie, again, I don't understand, but they find the biggest stash of weapons I've ever seen. Including a fucking bazooka. And the boss is like, you piece of shit, you better not take my... Like, dude, it's the end of the world. Like, he's not even like, he's not even like, don't take them, I want them. He's like, he's like, I'm going to call your parole officer. (laughs) Like, all right, go ahead. Call him. He's it, dead. Insane. It's insane, dude. Um, and this is also the first chance we get of the we made you. Oh, yeah. This woman comes out screaming at the truck circling the building. She's like, we made you. You can't do this to us. <laughs> it's very interesting. Um, yeah, it's very weird. Um, so Amelia comes up with a plan, and I think it's to shoot the... It's still like shoot the trucks. <laughs> but for some reason they go through a sewer. Oh yeah. And then they find the kid. And I have a real problem with this sewer too. Like this I do is- too. This whole scene. Because the guy there's a point in the sewer, they're like climbing through sludge and sewage, like raw sewage. It's disgusting. <laughs> and all of a sudden a rat comes by and the guy is like, oh, <laughs> And Amelia's like, oh, look at that rat. Uh, and also, the, the they're in a sewer that is made of wood. <laughs> the walls are made of wood, which I don't think exists anywhere on Earth. Like, there's nowhere. Maybe ancient Rome's, like, aqueducts. Right. Maybe. Right. <laughs> the first aqueducts were probably made of wood. But they were probably quickly like, hey, man, you know what would work better idea. than wood? <laughs> Yes, we should stone. probably use stone. Yeah, stone. Stone seems a little bit better. <laughs> and I don't understand the point of this scene at all, but it's really long and they play ACDC, of course. <laughs> and they get the kid and they bring him back. Um, and Emilio kills a truck with his bazooka. And every, everyone's like, yeah. And I'm so confused because it does, like, there's 10,000 trucks circling. <laughs> right. And not only are there 10,000 trucks circling you, but there's probably 10 billion trucks in America. So, like. Yeah, you're fucked. You're fucked. Like, that's the only thing you should be thinking right now. Anyway. Yeah. All their plans are terrible. I fell asleep during this movie. I had to pause it and, like, get up and walk around. And, and like, I, I was like, this is a cult classic, right? Like, people like this movie. They're showing it at Connecticut Cult Classics this month. <laughs> Which, listen, I'll, I'll tell you this, though. Watching a movie like this um, at, at a cinema with a bunch of people is actually cool. Everyone's laughing. Like, it's right. fun. I mean, it's that's fun. what I realized. Like, oh, I have to watch this with somebody else. 
like I can't just watch that. this by myself. Like taking no, notes. It's not. It's not a. It's not a film. It's not a film. No. <laughs> all right. So while this is all going on, a bulldozer shows up, and so does. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the the littlest car with a gun attached to it, which was this clearly is, just like, we need a car with a gun. This is like an eight-year-old boy wrote this movie. <laughs> and then a bulldozer shows up and then a car, but it has a gun on it. And the gun starts firing into the building. It kills the asshole owner, a couple other guys <laughs> along with it, but like... Whatever. And then the lady starts screaming again. She, But she grabs the bazooka for some reason and goes outside. So I thought she was going to shoot something. But instead she just holds the bazooka and just starts screaming, we made you again. <laughs> right. But she does manage to blow up a truck after she's killed. <laughs> and she gets killed, though. Yeah. Then the truck with the gun. Okay. So to make matters worse. So... You're questioning, again, the rules make no sense. Do they have eyes? Clearly. They use their rearview mirrors. Do they hear? I don't know. Because some scenes they talk in front of them. And (laughs) I don't know. This scene, the truck, the car, not a truck. It's like this little shitty car. Starts... Starts doing Morse code (laughs) with its horn. And And the little kid knows Morse code. (laughs) The kid's like, hey, man, I got my merit badge in Morse code. Hang on one second. He writes it down so fast. And it says, someone must pump the fuel. Someone must do this now. Someone will not die. If you don't, you all will die. Um, So that's a truck talking. You can tell by it's broken English. Uh, And then somebody starts comparing the trucks to Nazis. I don't know. Something weird happens because Emilio's like, I'll fuel them up. And then somebody's like, hey, don't you remember the Nazis? Right, right. And Emilio's like, oh, shit, whatever. I do not understand the logic behind this. They're like... Emilio, Emilio is like, we, we got to, they're no. hungry. We have to fill them up. Dude, this makes everything that happens here on out ha- makes no sense whatsoever. Emilio goes up to green goblin truck and starts talking to it again. Yeah. Later on, they will talk openly in front of trucks as if they don't hear, but he goes up to green goblin truck and starts talking to it like a drug deal. Did you know, did you see, do you remember that scene? It was so embarrassing. He I was like, he's like, yeah, I got, he's like, I got all the uncut stuff <laughs> on the other side of town. <laughs> right. You tell all your boys. Like you tell them. That. And I thought this was like part of a plan to escape, but it's not. No, he is. He's literally just doing it to like, yeah, I'm going to service all of the trucks. And then, Emilio, the county. <laughs> then Emilio starts pumping the first truck he sees. <laughs> and like collapses on himself as if he's like pulling the the oil from the earth himself. And like a trucker Everyone's comes, exhausted. A trucker comes out and has to pick him up, <laughs> carry him to the building, and he's like, I can't pump no more. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing I've ever seen in my life. Well, like there's this whole montage after where there's all of these trucks lining up. You see them like on the freeway exit, like getting off to this truck stop. And there's like 
hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of trucks. Like the Wait. trucks were like, oh, oh I miss that. I miss no. that. So he's fueling up all the trucks in the world. Yes, they're all coming to this gas station. <laughs> and it's like this whole dumb montage with ACDC. And they're all filling up the trucks like the whole crew is. And they're all exhausted doing what? it. And How did I not see this? I don't <laughs> it's like 100 degrees out. Like it shows the thermometer and it's like it's 100 degrees. And they're all just like filling up the trucks with gas for some reason. It makes no sense. I missed this entire thing. And that is so funny. It's awful. Oh my god! Oh my god! So the gun car shows up again, <laughs> and Emilio's like, "I've got a plan." <laughs> also, this plan could have been executed at <laughs> any point because Emilio just walks up to the gun car and is like, oh, "So," uh, and then just spins it, <laughs> and then just spins it and throws a grenade inside of it, blowing it up, <laughs> blowing it up. The trucks are still circling, by the way, and no, right? They could None have just the run them. Like, Fuck this guy! <laughs> oh god! So Me- every- meanwhile, meanwhile, that little boy, this whole movie, he is not scared at all. Yeah, which is weird because his dad's dead. <laughs> right. Well, the whole gang—they decide to go through a toilet hole cover. Well, it's sewer. I guess that's what it's called—a sewer. <laughs> A sewer. They do the sewer thing, which I guess was, I don't know. I I don't know. I guess that was the plan. Um, so they take the sewer away from the, the gas station. Um, and then once everyone leaves, then all of a sudden the trucks are like, fuck them, crap, <laughs> destroy the building. And then they destroy the building. But no one's in there. <laughs> right. Like too late. And also in an age of like IG, like Instagram, like Russian car videos, like car crash videos. Right. This this demolition is so boring. <laughs> like it's all of the action in this is boring. You're right. Because it's just trucks like hitting shit. Right. Like there's no creative deaths. No. No. And the the gas station blows up. And then the remaining trucks just drive away. The remaining trucks just drive away. Right. Yeah. Well, the entire crew, they start walking towards that marina to get (laughs) get their boat. Why aren't boats? The boats would be alive, too. Right. They have motors. Well, the Green Goblin also knows that that's where they're going. (laughs) So Green Goblin's following them. Everyone's armed with guns, too. And I don't (laughs) I don't know why. Because the guns, well, I want to say the guns do nothing, but in this scene, an ice cream truck shows up and they're like, fucking shoot it. And they shoot it. And the fucking truck flips ass over tea kettle onto its back from bullets, from bullets. And explodes. And explodes. They get to the marina. They're getting on the boat. And one one guy starts stealing a diamond ring from a dead woman, which is, you know. What is the point of that? I don't know. And Green Goblin runs him the fuck over. (laughs) And then Emilio pops out of nowhere and he's like, adios, motherfucker. And then it just ends. It shoots a rocket launcher into it. And uh, everyone cheers. Uh, ACDC plays. And um, (laughs) they're on a boat that easily could kill them. But they're like, yeah, we're going to an island with no cars. 
Um, but then it says there's like that long thing. Of, oh, I uh, have it written script. down. I have it down. Uh, okay. It says, <laughs> okay, so they drive away. That's it. Freeze frame. And then we get a shitload of text on the screen. <laughs> and it's there for a long time. And it is insane because it's like what the movie should have been about. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> and it says, two days after, a large UFO was destroyed in a, in space by a Russian, quote, weather satellite, unquote. Now, that alone is like, wait. <laughs> uh, what's that Why story? were we talking about the fucking aliens? <laughs> Right. And then it said, then it continues, which happened to be equipped with a laser cannon and a class four nuclear missile. Okay, I guess. A little Sputnik reference here. Okay, cool. But then it says, (laughs) approximately six days later, the Earth passed beyond the tail of the Rhea M exactly as predicted. So was it even aliens? What does the aliens have to do with it? I read that paragraph over four times and I could not figure it out. A, it's a better story than the movie we just watched. But B, it still makes no fucking sense whatsoever. (laughs) And then after that, we get one more little line here and it, it shows up and it says the survivors of the Dixie Boy, which was the which was the gas station truck stop are still survivors. What does that even (laughs) fucking mean? Everyone fucking survived. It's not like if again, if it were isolated and like they couldn't come back to be like, Hey, the trucks tried to kill us. Cause everyone was like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'd be like, I get it. Like there's still survivors, even though no one believes them. But this was a worldwide phenomenon. Right. <laughs> and then she shook me all night long place. And that's the end of the movie. Bow. Bow. Oh, man. I fucking love it. I fucking love it. Oh, uh, God. it's fantastic. It was uh, so absurd. This one is not absurd. this one is not streaming anywhere. You're going to have to or was it No, it was not streaming. No. <laughs> Besides my Dropbox. So Rachel, would you recommend yeah. this to somebody? Uh I would recommend it in the sense that it's something you have to see just as a fan of Right. horror and film just because it cuz like I had known about this movie for a very long sure, time, yeah. but I it, this was actually just the first time I'd gotten around to seeing Same. it. So like I would have seen it eventually just because I know the story behind it, that it was like a big bomb, you know, Stephen King's worst movie and he directed it and he wrote it. So I feel like I have to recommend it on that basis. Just like you have to see it to believe it. That that is 100 percent accurate. Like for Stephen King historians alone, you have to watch the movie that made him be like, yeah, I'm never directing anything ever again, ever again. Fuck everyone. I'm not touching movies ever again. (laughs) Y'all make them. Y'all can embarrass yourselves making this, but I I ain't doing it. Uh, And you know what? I I admire that self-awareness in him that at least at least he had the self-awareness in the end where he was like, you know what? This is not. This is not my uh, forte yeah. to direct movies. Yeah, that was that was a solid read by him. <laughs> good, good for him. Uh, good for him. <laughs> yeah, no, that was good. Um, but yeah, uh, what what a fucking flick. Um, what a movie. Do you do you know what you want to watch next week? 
Oh my God. Um, just pick out of my ass right now. Yeah, sure. Well, fuck. I, I mean, I didn't even really think about this yet. I mean, I would love to watch Are You Afraid of the Dark? You want to do Are You would, Afraid of the Dark? Yeah. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. All right, cool. So we will um, we'll post it on our Instagram what episodes we choose. Is that like on Hulu or anything? Um, It might be on Amazon. We'll, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll figure we'll it check. out. We'll check. We'll check. We'll, check. we'll let everyone know. Not that we ever give a shit, but, um, right. you know, whatever. We'll uh, discuss which episodes we want to watch and then we'll post about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that sounds perfect uh okay cool all right so that's it rachel uh thank you so much for joining us uh uh plug your show plug your show again here hollywood crime scene that is my true crime show it's also comedy and you can find me on twitter at the rachel fisher you can find me on instagram at childlike empress and you can uh become friends with us on our facebook page at hollywood crime scene friends that sounds fantastic. She does a great show, guys. If you like our show and you like cr- true crime, you're going to fucking love her show. And it's crazy, right? Like the amount of our fans that have been posting. I've been like tagging you and shit. Um, yeah. Where our fans are like, oh, my God, I love this podcast. And I think that is crazy. I think it's super weird. And I've I, like, I love it. I've been like, it's- yeah, I know her. <laughs> That's so sweet. <laughs> um, but yeah, 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 yeah. It's cool. It's cool. Um all right, so that's it. Uh, Facebook.com slash I hate horror, I hate horror.com. Rate, review, subscribe, blah, blah, blah. I'm on Instagram at I hate horror. And that is a wrap. We're going to do something for Are You Afraid of the Dark next week, I think. And we'll keep you all posted on that. And uh, that's it. So for Joe and Rachel, Joe's baby's probably born by the time this fucking pops out. So maybe congratulations. Oh, yeah. Congrats, Joe. And, um, yeah, so that's it. Um, (laughs) fuck Joe, man. Anyway, uh, uh, so for Joe and Rachel, this is Sean. Stay weird. Thank you. Adios. That's it guys, that's it guys. That's it, guys. That's it, guys.